I wonder if any of you are dreaming of a white Christmas. If you'd like to see some snow come Christmas Day, then just stick your hand up in the air. Okay, who, who would like to see some snow, right? More children than adults, but not too bad. Now, there may be different reasons why you'd like to see snow this year. Uh, perhaps you're an expert at sledger. Uh, maybe uh, you're a crack shot snowballer. Or maybe you're a master snowman constructor. But it's great fun, isn't it, when the snow comes and we can have some fun in the snow. But I want you to imagine for just a moment uh, that you didn't live in rainy Scotland. And instead, you lived way up north at the North Pole. Now just think about that for a moment, what that would be like to live there. Uh, First of all, the temperature would always be below freezing, all the time. And if you didn't wrap up well, uh, you would get very cold very quickly and very ill. And you'd never be able to wear shorts and t-shirts ever again. Nor would you be able to enjoy a nice cold drink. My guess is, if you lived all the time in that kind of cold climate, it wouldn't be so much fun. Now in the clip we just saw from the film The Lion, The Witch and The Wardrobe, we catch a glimpse of a world that's just like that. A bleak world, a cold world in need of a change. A world rather like our world, the real world. And so whether you've read the book or seen the film or not, I'd like us to do something just a little bit different this morning. And I'd like us to open the wardrobe door into this fantasy world of Narnia and compare it with the true story, the real story, that is Christmas. And the title for our little talk this morning is The Big Thaw. And you'll see why as we go along. Now, boys and girls, Christmas is uh, just under seven days away. I calculated it, and my math isn't very good, but I think it's about 144 hours till Christmas comes. But just imagine that after all the build-up, and all the expectation, and all the waiting, after opening your Advent calendar every day for 24 days, looking forward to a particular present, and looking forward to seeing your family and your friends, just imagine that you woke up on Christmas morning, rushed into your mum and dad's room, or maybe down the stairs, to discover that Christmas had been cancelled. Not just delayed, or put back to Boxing Day, but totally cancelled. That would be terrible, wouldn't it? But you know, in the pretend land of Narnia, that's exactly what has happened. You see, in Narnia, it is always winter without Christmas. As Mr. Tumnus, one of the characters in the tale, moans to young Lucy, it is always winter, never Christmas. Think of that. So just imagine, a week without a weekend, or school, without school holidays, or winter without Christmas. It wouldn't be very nice, would it? It would be 
miserable, sad, and gloomy. Now, why is Narnia in this story like this? Well, if you know the story, it has to do in part with this white witch. Judas is her name, and uh, she's a fairly nasty character, not the kind of lady you'd want as your auntie. And uh, she's basically cast a spell on this land of Narnia. She's turned many of its inhabitants, the animals, to stone, and she's keen on keeping Christmas at bay. Now, if you know the true story of Christmas, you'll know that when Jesus entered the world, things were a little bit similar to that. You see, in a sense, it was like winter. Not that the world was physically covered with snow, but when Jesus came into the world, it was a gloomy place, It was a bit of a sad and depressing place, a place without hope. And the people in power at the time were not very nice folks. The Bible says that Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea during the time of King Herod. King Herod was a pretty wicked man. Eventually, in fact, Herod would try to kill Jesus. And the Bible also adds something else. It was even worse Because when Jesus came, there was another tyrant as well. The Bible says that the Son of God appeared to destroy the devil's work. And you see, in a bigger sense, the devil was also holding the world in his grip. Now back to Narnia. The hero of the story, does anybody know who is the hero of the Narnia story? Anyone know his name? Aslan, right. And what kind of creature is Aslan? He's a lion, right? Don't roll at me or I'll get scared, okay? Only Aslan can deal with the problems in Narnia. As the locals would say, wrong will be right when Aslan comes in sight. At the sound of his roar, sorrows will be no more. When he bears his teeth, winter meets its death. And when he shakes his mane, we will have spring again. And when Aslan arrives, that's exactly what happens. The thaw begins. Now, back in 1947, this is long before many of you were born, two very important things happened in 1947. First of all, our senior pastor was born that year. So you can work out his age now. And secondly, and Peter says he can't remember this, uh, there was some heavy snow that year. Really, really heavy snow. From the middle of January, just after Christmas, to the middle of March, it snowed every day somewhere in the UK. And you might think that's fun, but in actual fact, people were stuck in their homes for days on end. But you know, the thaw eventually started to happen. And in fact, maybe you'll remember this, uh, there was flooding in some parts of the British Isles. Well, so it is in the Narnia story. When Aslan arrives in the middle of the book, the snow begins to melt. And suddenly, Christmas comes. The snow begins to thaw, you see. And if you remember the story of Christmas from the Bible, you know it was the same too. When Jesus came, it was the start of a change in the weather. 
if you like. The angel announced that the rescuer had arrived. Today, in the town of David, a saviour, a rescuer, has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. Jesus hadn't saved the world yet, but he'd started to. In the manger, Jesus had begun the journey that would take him to the cross. And yet, you know, boys and girls, mums and dads, the sad thing is that many people haven't heard of this Jesus. Many people have never really seen Christmas arrive. Yes, they've put up the Christmas tree and they've given cards and received presents, but they've never realised the reason for the season, that Jesus the Saviour has come into our wintry, bleak world. For them, it's winter without Christmas. But you know, there's another possibility too. And I want you to think about this with me. And that is Christmas without Easter. Christmas without Easter. On a Tuesday morning, I sat down in my office and I spent about three hours reading the whole Lion, Witch in the Wardrobe book. Now, if you've read it, it's not too long, about 170 pages, but I couldn't read it in one go without maybe falling asleep. So, uh, when I came to the sort of middle part of the story, and as Lan arrived, I decided to go for a walk and uh, take a break. But suppose I'd stopped there. Suppose I'd stopped halfway in the story and never came back and opened the rest of the book to find out what finally happened. You see, I wouldn't have grasped the whole story. And the arrival of Christmas is only the beginning of the end. In Narnia, Christmas is soon followed by Easter. If you remember in the story, there was this other problem, wasn't there? Not only had the white witch to be defeated, but there was also this difficulty with young Edmund. One of the four children, you remember? He ate some Turkish delight. And uh, he rather liked this. And so he kept coming back for more to the white witch and he would do all sorts of wrong things in order to get these. Actually, if we think about it, none of us are that different from Edmund. Let's face it, we all do wrong things from time to time. In fact, the Bible says that whether we're young or old, we've all done wrong stuff. The Bible uses the word sinners. That we've been selfish, we've turned away from God, and we've done our own thing. And the truth is that in Narnia, as well as in the real world, a price has to be paid. We're guilty, and there's a penalty. So, what happens in the Narnia story? Well, Aslan, who is the hero, chooses to give himself in Edmund's place. Aslan the innocent dies for Edmund the guilty. Reminds us again of Jesus, doesn't it? that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. So Aslan is slain. And it seems to be the end of the story. Killed by the white witch. The powers of evil rejoice. Lucy and her sister are distraught. But then, something amazing happens. Something deeper has taken place. And suddenly, Aslan is alive. 
again. No longer dead, but risen. And of course, again, this reminds us of somebody, doesn't it? After C.S. Lewis had written The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe, uh, a little girl wrote to him, and she wanted to know the true identity of this Aslan. What was his other name that we could call him by? So C.S. Lewis wrote back to her. This is what he wrote. As to Aslan's other name, well, I want you to guess. Has there never been anyone in the world, this is the real world now, who one, arrived at the same time as Father Christmas, two, said he was the son of a great emperor, three, gave himself up for someone else's fault, to be jeered at and killed by wicked people, and four, came to life again. Don't you really know his name in the world? Of course, it was and is Jesus. But again, here's the sad thing. Many people today celebrate some parts of Jesus' life, but they don't remember all of his life and death. They celebrate Christmas, but they forget Easter. Maybe they come to church in a carol service like this and they enjoy singing. But they don't realize the most thrilling part of the story. That Jesus came into the world not only to live, but to die for us and to rise again. So, as I finish, I simply wonder this morning, what will your response to Jesus, the rescuer, be? You see, finally, it's possible to have Christmas without Christ. To enjoy the thrills of Christmas, but never appreciate the true story or the full story. The one at the heart of it. You see, unlike Narnia, this story is not fantasy. This rescue is real. This saviour, reality. So boys and girls, mums and dads, do you know him? Have you called him by name? Will Jesus be your saviour? This Christmas, from an everlasting winter. Let's just take time to...